You're listening to How to Sweat Less with your host, Megan Cameron, Episode 2. Welcome to How to Sweat Less, the podcast where we empower you with insight, inspiration, and humor on your journey to sweating less and loving yourself along the way. Hello and welcome back everyone to How to Sweat Less. Um, Thanks for joining me. Uh, Today we're going to get into more of the thoughts and feelings around sweat and excessive sweating. And this is something that I'm sure is not talked about nearly as much as it could be in my opinion about sweat. And really, um, why would it be, right? In the world, we don't really discuss much about our thoughts and our feelings uh, when it comes to anything. So why would sweating be any different? So today, that's, that's kind of where we're going to go with this conversation and uh, learn a little bit about what role thoughts and feelings play in sweat and our sweat. So I'm going to start off by talking about why we sweat, because I, I believe that, at least I'll speak from personal experience, I knew that when you exercise, you sweat. That's kind of what society or social media or everything is kind of related to, is that exercise it's normal to sweat when you exercise. Everything else is kind of like a no-no. So for whatever reason, right? It's just, I think, in my mind, this is, this is what I see. So when I look at social media, when I look at movies, when I look at anything, it's usually you're only sweating if you're doing some sort of physical activity. Or you're hot, like in the sun or something related to that. So my understanding of when we sweat is when we are trying to cool the body. That's why we sweat. We sweat because we want to regulate the temperature of our body. And that's what sweat does. Sweat is meant to regulate the temperature of our body. So if we get too hot, we cool down by sweating And when we sweat, that water evaporates off of our body, hence cooling us down. So what's different is when you have a medical condition like hyperhidrosis, that is excessive sweating, and you sweat for other reasons besides just cooling down the body. So you're sweating when you're watching TV, you're sweating when you're um, napping sometimes, you're sweating just when you bend over to pick something up or you're sweating in the living room reading a book. Like it is sweating and you're, you're sweating from everywhere. You can be sweating from your hands, you can be sweating from your feet, your head, your chest, your back, your groin, your stomach, anywhere. Uh, Usually, 
those body parts would sweat when you're trying to cool down. But when you have a medical condition, that would be hyperhidrosis. You're just sweating for no reason. Now, the other kind of sweat is related to emotions and feelings. And this occurs when, you know how, let's say you're going to an airport and it's a situation you're not really used to because you may not be flying very often and you're uh, nervous and you may sweat a little more than you normally would. That is like emotional or like stress sweat, which happens to almost everybody. So you have the temperature regulation sweat, you have the hyperhidrosis medical related sweat, and then you also have emotional slash like stress sweat. So three factors that can um, affect how often a person sweats and how much. So knowing this, it's really important to notice what's going on when you sweat. So for somebody like me who has sweat their entire life above the normal, so with a medical condition like hyperhidrosis, all I notice is sweating. I, I never notice, I never used to, I should say, before I discovered coaching. I never noticed why I was sweating or if it was related to other things besides sweat or medical reasons. It was just, here we go again, I'm sweating. So the important part of noticing when you sweat and why is it allows you to start taking control of the sweat as opposed to the control, the sweat controlling you. And this is really important because you are taking back your power. And when you sweat a lot and you've grown up that way, you really feel like things are out of your control. You feel like you're a victim to sweat. And that may sound weird to some who don't have a sweating condition, um, but to people that do, like you can relate to this because yeah, like you wake up in the morning and the clothing that you choose is picked by what you're going to sweat in. The events that you go to is picked by how much you're going to sweat and how much you want to deal with people commenting or the shame and embarrassment that you may go through for people noticing how much you sweat. The careers that you pick, all of those things. We have really been victims or can be victims to our sweat. So knowing what type of sweat you are doing and why can give you back that power instead of allowing it to control you. So let me give you an example. If a person is sweating because they are nervous, then they are going to react differently 
in situations. They are going to maybe isolate and not go to a certain event because they are sweating and they're anxious. But another way that they could approach it is knowing ahead of time that they're going to be anxious and sweat a little bit more. And then knowing that they can acquire tools that allow them to sweat less. So sometimes even having this awareness can help you to seek out treatments for the hyperhidrosis aspect, the medical aspect, as well as preventing you from having these anxious, um, emotional sweating occur. So let's talk a little bit about how to prevent emotional sweat. And there's lots of programs out there that talk about working with the nervous system, for example. The nervous system is a very interesting thing because what happens is we start to get anxious or nervous about something and our heart rate increases and then our body temperature goes up and then we start to have this automatic reaction of like fight or flight and part of that is sweating and we never we never learn about this stuff so how do we tell the difference between this type of sweat and other types of sweat? Well, we notice. That's how we do it. So, for example, you want to go to a party and you don't. You don't because you are thinking ahead of time all of the things that you may have to worry about when you go to this party. You're thinking about, like I said before, what you're going to wear, what people are going to think of you if you start to sweat, how are you going to get out of there, your exit strategy, and how are you going to explain yourself when the sweating gets out of control? So instead of managing that, we just kind of shut down, isolate, and become loners and lonely instead of learning how we can manage it. And there's tools. So that's, that's part of why we sweat. And some great tools to work on those sorts of things is to recognize that it's not the circumstance, it's not the situation that is causing you to sweat. It's how you are thinking about it that is causing you, your body, to react a certain way to feel a certain way to cause you to sweat. So our goal is not to stop ourselves from sweating. Our goal is to be able to manage that sweat and how much we sweat so that we are able to still go out into the world and live our best lives and not isolate and do what we want to be doing. So 
planning ahead of time is a big part of that. And not worrying about what could happen ahead of time. And learning that if we do sweat, why that bothers us and how we manage it when we have that occur. So I hope that was uh, helpful for now and we'll get back to more information on the next podcast. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, head over to empoweredbysweat.com for more information about our coaching, community, and clothing.